So we have to, have to, have to renew our mind. Okay, we have a very special guest on with us tonight, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn it over to him. I want you to just introduce yourself, tell us who you are, where you're from, and just as much as you'd like for us to to know about you, and then what I'll do, I want to read the show details for this show. I want to kind of enlighten those people because not everyone is able to see that on Facebook. So I want to read the show details, and I'll kind of start it out, and we'll get going from there. But, Rollo, you want to just say hello and tell us as much as you'd like for us to know. Okay. Thank you for the introduction. Um, I'm Kevin Douglas. I go under the moniker, Rollo DeSante for different reasons, but uh, I'm basically just you know, a follower of truth and a student of knowledge. Uh, I have a passionate, you know, thirst for enlightening people due to their dormant state right now, and I pretty much have been studying for three years. I mean, I've always been... Different, I felt like I had always had a calling. People used to tell me, just walk up to me saying, God had a calling in my life. Never knew what it was, but now I'm starting to realize it. So um, that's basically who I am. I don't claim to be very deep. No, I'm just very analytical. I'm just a common man. The common sense, basically. And, you know, I have a deep relationship with God asking for wisdom, and he's given it to me and pretty much led me to studying what I needed to study and he's ignored the game wisdom and pass it on to us. So basically, Kevin. Okay, all right. And I just got a text that um, what I may do, I may bring you in through the studio. I just got a text from one of our listeners that you are breaking up. So what we'll do, we're going to keep going. Let me know if you guys can hear me okay, and that way when we bring Kevin back on, I'll know if it's, if we just need to maybe call you through the studio because I think you're you're working from your cell phone tonight as well too, right? Yeah. Okay. So i tell you what. So she just said that, um, well, I'm not really sure what she's saying. Text me back. Um, Sandra, if you don't mind, text me back and let me know if you can hear me okay. Am I breaking up as well? And that way we'll know what to do here. But I'm going to move forward. Thank you for the introduction. And, and just to, to know, you are from Memphis. You just, right now you reside in Texas, correct? Yes. Uh, okay. I want to raise Yeah. Am I breaking up still? I think so. Let's just, let me call you in. Let me do that from the studio. Okay. That's fine. Okay. All right. You guys, give us just a minute, um, and I'm going to reconnect him through the studio. I think because I'm working from my cell phone tonight as well, it just be maybe too much technology going on there for, for one show. So I'm going to pull him in. Thank you for your patience. All right. Let's get him in here. I don't think it's going to matter very much, but we'll see. Hopefully. Okay, let's see if that will work a little bit better, okay? Okay. All right. On my end, it it sounds better already, so hopefully that will work. Um, So you are from Memphis, uh, and just now you're you're living in Texas and things. So this is 
you know, someone. She said she's telling us it's better, so that's good. So this is someone that's from our area and in the Memphis area and knows. Um, I always have said since coming back here that there is a different mindset here. I remember coming back into Memphis and, and just, um, this is the honest, honest truth, just being able to kind of pick, pick out who's from here and who's not just by their demeanor, the way that they interact with you, the way that they address you. Now, that being said, there are some people that seem to be quite different. So for me, I was able to, I don't know if you sense that leaving the area, leaving Memphis area, do you find that going outward, like going to Texas, that that people are kind of different, that there's a different mindset in Memphis? A lot more progressive. Um, I really... Never felt that I fit in. Yeah. Really, I felt like I pretty much conformed myself to fit in. Yeah. I, I wasn't really who I truly was around people, so I was it myself. And that was always a problem, which eventually led me to moving. Okay, okay. Okay, well, tonight's yes, topic is, I'm going to read the um, agenda here, or read our um description here for tonight's show, and it reads, when things are consistently placed in front of us, um, in front of you, they have an effect on you, and because we continually put these images in our head, we eventually act them out, especially when the images are glamorized and made to appear normal, okay? So especially when they are glamorized and made to appear normal and acceptable, the agenda is clear and in plain sight, but can you or do you see the agenda manifest, manifesting? After, Are you paying attention? Entertainment has, oh boy, um, has put basically a, a stigma on our boys by promoting homosexuality and glorifies whorish behavior from, from our women and young girls by sensationalizing Rihanna, the Kardashians, and other raunchy women on reality shows who are envied by our religious and righteous society. So it asks the question, are you contributing to the hidden agenda? Um, And it it pretty much focused on we see it as a scandal. And I threw that in because of the show Scandal. So we see it as a scandal. I hope you caught that message. And I just asked people to join in. So um, I feel like that, that description kind of hit home with some people in a sense, uh, whether they respond to it or not, and I'll explain to you, explain why as we move into the show. Um, anything you want to, to, to give in, Kevin, before I go a little bit in, and then we're going to have you come in and make your comments, and then I'll move forward with the questions as well. You can go right ahead. Okay. Okay, they're still saying we got an echo here, but we're going to move on. I think... Maybe it's just because it's a cell phone because I'm 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 uh, tuning in from my cell phone tonight, so we're going to see if that works differently. Um, basically, yeah, this is something that I was okay. Well, that's okay. I think for the most part we'll be okay. I think they'll get the message because I don't think we have another way of doing it. So, okay. Um, I was working today on on several shows, just kind of getting everything in, and I started kind of just pondering and thinking about this topic, and I was going to post this on Facebook but decided to just kind of save it for tonight's show. 
And I feel, and I'm going to read to you um, just a little bit, a posting that was on Facebook, um, I believe, a day or two ago. I'm going to share that with you. I kind of pondered about should I respond to this or not. And, and after just reflecting, I think I'm obligated to respond. Not that it was directed to Butterfly Evolution show or, or what we're talking about tonight, but still I feel obligated to respond or comment on the, on the um, posting that I saw on Facebook. But before that, I just wanted to share this. To me, for me, it was easy um, when I was in my mess to support and push things that I believed in or that I was involved in, no matter if deep down if I knew they were right or wrong, if they were bringing value to my life or not. It was easy for me to push those things that I was involved in. And it was easy just because they, it was something that I was doing. Again, regardless of how it affected my life, it was easy. But what, what has shown me growth in my life, and I'm speaking from a personal experience here, is the ability to say, hey, I'm going to raise my hand on this because it's something that I'm still doing, but I, don't, I, I, need, to, I need to work on this. I need to get some of this out of my life. I need to, to uh, move past this and move forward. And so I'm going to say again from experience, I was one that sat around and talked all day to my girlfriends about things that I could not change. I was feeding my negative spirit. I was feeding my negative mind, feeding my negative soul. And in addition to that, also with TV, the things that I wanted to watch, the things that interest me at that time, they no longer interest me now. And I equate that to my change. My, my negative has become positive. So when my positive me now even think about watching the negative things, I can't make it through. I was one that tried to watch Scandal. I tried, and I didn't make it through. I thought, I can't do this. I'm not saying, and I'm going to go into the, to the message, I'm not saying it's bad for everyone. It depends on where you are, who you are, and, and what, you, what you want for you. So, number one, that's why I feel like it's, I'm obligated to comment on this because just because it's right for me or wrong for me doesn't mean that works for you. And so we need to, number one, start looking at things not as a personal thing but as there's someone out there that needs to hear this. There's someone whose mindset, who wants different, who wants to change, who, who when they watch things like that, when they listen to certain kind of music, they're feeding that negative spirit just as I was. And had I continued to do that, I probably would have been the same person or would have taken me a lot longer. Um, I want to give an example. We've heard that we are what we eat. I don't know if you believe that, so just answer that for yourself. Do you believe we are what we eat um, or that, that our body will eventually reveal to us what we have fed it? Um, are we the company that we keep? They say birds of a feather flock together. So if that is true, if you believe both of those or one of those, then is it safe to say that just maybe, just maybe, it is possible that we begin to adhere, adhere to what we consistently feed our minds. Is it safe to say that that becomes our life, or if we can continue, continuously, week after week, day after day, watch 
negative things, listen to very uh, negative and, and uh, oh, gosh, disgusting music consistently. Is it safe to say possibly? Maybe not for all, but for many, it may just not be the right thing to do. Another example. I was the one that watched Lifetime all the time. I was a Lifetime movie fanatic. I remember just about every man from my son on up to my father. Can't believe you ladies sit around and watch Lifetime all the time. They called it a negative show, negative movie, male bashing movie. So at some point, you know, it, some truth came to that. Like what, what are these movies telling me? What are they speaking into, into my life? Because a lot of my conversation with my friends were about guys. They're no good. They do this. They do that. And so, again, you have to in, individually assess your life. And this show is not for anyone to feel convicted or anything. It's to determine where are you. Are you happy? Because only you know that. Only you know what happens when you turn off the lights at night. Only you know what you ponder on at night. Only you know if what you fed your your mind, your body has worked for you. Only you know that unless you really open up your life and share. And many of us do not want to do that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to save the posting because I want um, Kevin to, to really get his points in here. Um, Kevin, I don't know if you just want me to start with some of the questions or you want to kind of give some feedback on anything that I've said, but I want you to jump in on this. Well, it all starts with how the brain functions. The brain is like a motor, and it's very vulnerable, and it can be easily manipulated depending on what you allow it to like a motor from a car clean oil. Stay on the road. The brain. You need hey, positivity. Hey, Kevin, are you, hey, hey, Kevin, I'm sorry. Do you have your speaker phone on? No. No. no? no. Okay. Okay. Too much echoing. It is. I can hear it. I don't know if somebody else wants to. Um, let's see. Let me try this. Hold on, just a second. Let me try something else because I want them to really be able to hear you. Hold on, you guys. I'm going to try something else here. Okay, now now let's see if this is better. Hello. Testing one, two, three. Yes, okay. testing one, two, three. Okay, how is it? Okay. I think that's a lot better if someone will let me know if that's better. You can go ahead because it's a lot better on this end. And I was hearing the echoing as well. Yeah, I could okay, hear it yep. from this end. We got it. We got it. So we, they said we're good. Okay. Okay. The brain is very vulnerable. It's like a motor. Like a motor, you must make sure the oil is clean that you put into it in order for it to stay on the road and drive smoother. Same with the brain. You must admit positive thoughts and vision visually and what you um, hear, what you put into it through your ears. It's all, it all plays a part into, like, healthy mental functions of the brain. And therefore, you must, you know, you must keep it well guarded at times because it's easily manipulated. The well guarded with help from God and prayer and the Holy Spirit. And 
you know, and also just like, you know, the heart. The heart and the brain are two of the most important muscles on the body, so you must exercise, drink water in order to keep your heart healthy, eat the right foods. It all plays a part with the brain and what you allow into it. So in order to keep it from being clogged with clutter, you must read positive manuscript or be around positive people, listen to positive music, or visually entertain yourself with positive visual patterns also because the brain sees through the eye. So what you look at, the brain records it, and it plays it back at a later date. Sometimes subconsciously you just do things that you don't even, that you aren't even aware of that you're doing, but you put that into your brain and you act it out. That's how dangerous what you allow into your, your eyes, into your ears. That's how dangerous it is and how it can affect you and your whole personality. And your, the brain is most important, which is part of the reason these people are being dumbed down. And part of the hidden agenda. I know um, we were talking about, and I want people to think about commercials. I'm jumping a little bit ahead here. But think about how much money companies spend on commercials. Think about at the time when there's uh, the football, whatever you call it, the uh, Super Bowl. They spend millions on commercials because they know that there are millions and millions of people that are watching. They're not spending money on commercials just because, hey, we just want you to see our commercials. They're trying to plant something in your head, in your brain, in your mind, in your thoughts to make you say, hey, I want – later on, you think about that. Something triggers that. So it's leaving triggers in your head regardless if we believe it or not. It's leaving some type of mark. We have this saying that I feel in some kind of way. It's leaving some kind of mark on you whether we want to – Face it or not, it is. And, and I will totally agree with that across the board. It is leaving some kind of mark. So, again, think about the oh, commercials. Yeah. I was... Go ahead. I'm talking about the symbolic logos and subliminal messages in commercials, videos. You always see, you know, the triangles, which people think are pretty much null and void or innocent, but they're not. They're they're connected to certain Egyptian gods which are positive, and therefore the more attention you pay to it, you give it power. And it is really spiritual, and most people would have wouldn't understand it just by explanation. But the logos are there for a reason. They flash on these videos for a reason. These hand gestures and symbols are there for a reason. And it all has to do with mind control and manipulation. Right, right. Um, I think we have a call. I want to make sure. Okay, maybe not. Maybe they came back in. Um, I wanted to, before we go into asking the questions, and you guys, the, the phone lines are open and the chat line there. I see you in there. But if you have a comment or question there, just submit that and we'll get right to it. I want to go ahead and kind of read to you this 
uh, posting that was on Facebook, and again, not saying that it was directed due to the posting of this show. However, um, the timing of it and uh, the content of it is interesting. So here, here's what this posting said. For those of you Christians that watch Scandal, listen to me. There's nothing wrong with that. You will have some people that will tell you that you should not watch that show because of its content. If by watching it, then they shouldn't watch it. They should not force their convictions on you. Some Somehow they feel like they are good because they choose not to watch it. That is inaccurate. No one is good. Some people are just a little better than others, but still a mess. I watched that show. If you are like me, you watch it strictly strictly for entertainment purposes. Scandal team, enjoy your show tonight. I know I am. So this came from someone that, that I've been in, 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 in their company, and um, we share some similar thoughts and beliefs about a number of things, but, you know, we can't agree with everybody on, it, on everything. So there's a few things I want to comment on, and, and, and Kevin, I want you to, to give your feedback to, to my comments as well because we kind of talked about this off the air. Um, number one, I'm going to start out right with Christians. For those of you Christians that watch Scandal, listen to me. I don't think this is a Christian issue or a non-Christian issue. I think this is a people issue. This is, this is where are you going? Because the Bible tells us if we want to get it on Christians, Christians to renew our minds. It also tells us to keep our minds on, keep, keep finally, but says whatever is true, noble, right, whatever is pure, admirable, and so on, praiseworthy, think about such things. So if we want to take it back to the Word, I could bring you a whole, I could bring you Bible study and church if we want to take it to the Word. If you need a way out of scandal based on the Word, I can give it to you. I can give you something to make you turn table off, which is what I should do anyway. I tried to, but they made it so appeasing to me for its price, it, I might as well leave it on if I'm going to keep my phone and my Internet. But what I'm saying is if we're going to take it, make it Christian, then we got plenty of verses to back up what we watch and what we feed our minds and the importance of renewing. Well, there's, it's hard to renew if you're constantly putting in the same thing. So as you work to renew but you're still filling your cup back up with the same stuff, you're not, you're, you're, your journey is going to be very long with the renewing process. So that was the first thing I wanted to address in that. There's nothing wrong with that. Keep that in mind because it says, for those of you Christians that watch Scandal, listen to me, nothing wrong with that. And I'm going to come back to that one, but hold that in your thought. It says, you will have some people that will tell you that you should not watch that show because of its content. Well, exactly. That part I agree with because of the content and the message that it portrays outward. And, again, some people may be at a point in their life where they can watch it and not be affected by it. Okay, yay if that's you. But there are, a, there are a great number of people who watch it who need, to, who need to renew first, who need to unload, because what it's doing, I think we get so caught up in our own lives and our bondage, and we feed off of that. We need that negative to keep that negative burning. So it says if they feel convicted by watching it, then they, then they shouldn't watch it. It's not about conviction. It is about change. It is about transformation, renewing the mind, feeding your your mind something different, something that is taking you to a place you want to be. If you don't want change, if you don't want to embrace it, 
And sometimes you have to you have to let go of some things in order to get where you want. And if that's where you choose to go back, you say, "Hey, I'm I'm whole, happy, complete now. I can I can watch things like this, and they don't affect who I am." So it's not about a point of being convicted because we're the I am. I'm the last person that wants to convict you, particularly knowing how I struggled to get out of the personal bondage from watching Lifetime and all those things as I as I mentioned. And this part about so for some reason the people think that they're better because they are because they're not watching it, certainly not the case because once the, the first thing you realize, once you renew your mind, once you step out and walk into transformation, transformation and change, you have to consistently, consistently feed your mind. It's just like someone who loses weight. You see often someone will lose a lot of weight, and you see them later, they put that weight back on because they changed for a little while. They went back to their eating habits. They they stopped doing the things that worked to get them there. I feel same happens with our mind. If we stop feeding the things that has helped us change, walk into our transformation and our destiny, we can quickly go back there, which is why I think in Philippians 4 and 8 he tells us, God, to keep your mind on these things because he knows how defiled we are and how quickly we will go back to that place. So, I want to stop there because I don't want to get too far going. Kevin, if you could kind of comment or share some of your thoughts on that um, before we move forward. Okay. Well, I don't know the person's particular aim, but it basically sounded like a propaganda speech to appeal to the masses. I mean, you want to appease the popular crowd. Um, like certain politicians, all politicians or popular preachers, use the same propaganda in order to comfort people or uh, for accept, for acceptance either for votes or for membership purposes, you know, which uh, result in ties. Or so basically he, he was trying to appeal to a crowd of people who feel like they've been bashed for what they do. And when you get that, you know, that popular appeal with people, then you could pretty much use that for your own sake or whatever you're trying to achieve. But basically, he knew what he was saying. He knows that the show isn't right, but some people are puppets, and they'll use their own people to get ahead, even if it means condemning them or pretty much leading them to the fire and that person needs to do some introspective to the cell and because he's not helping. He's only furthering the perpetuation well, into the resolve. Go ahead. Right. I, I think that some people may be able to I, I, I would I would um I would say maybe some people are able to watch it that have really gotten past them, themselves in, in a sense of bondage. I, maybe that is possible. Maybe maybe it is. So there's a part in here that I that I, I like, and I'll share with this person that I that I like, but still a mess because I feel in some sense that unless we continue to grow, and we all are are growing from somewhere, and I had not gotten to that part, but some some people are just a little better than others, but still a mess. Well, I think. It's one thing to think that we are, we, 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 we know that there's some areas that we are still a mess in, but we have to also think forward 
there's some things I might have been a mess in yesterday that I'm that I'm I've gotten through today. So again, it might work for some some people. Maybe can sit down and not be affected by it. But to say for the even some Christians may not need to watch it because for the to say it's, it's okay for the mass of Christians or the mass of of people who have walked out of their bondage or for people who have not. I'm saying we evaluate your life and see where are you in your thought process. How do you feel about the person you see in the mirror? What? How do you feel even sometimes after those shows? I recently just decided that I'm, I'm going to minimize how much I watch uh, investigation ID because I realized this makes me think a certain way. And I am a fan of that show. I mean, I had become, I could sit and watch it all day. And I had to realize, okay, Tammy, this is, this is not working. This is not working for me. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying to say, all Christians need to watch it or it's okay. It, it, nothing is okay for, the net, for all people. Some people just really need to get to a point where they evaluate them, their lives and, and determine what's working for you and not working for you. But what I feel they do is all these shows, new reality shows are coming on, and, and we go to work, and we come home, and our life is filled with we're busy from the time we get off to the time we go to bed, and there's no time that we think about our lives or where we are or what we're going or what we're feeding our mind. So if it works for you, people, then fine. Show us how it works works for you. I I would love to know, but for me, and I feel like there's a whole lot of people out there like me that need to change what they're feeding their mind, what they're looking at, what they're doing, and how they're living. I think there's a whole lot of people out there that need to do that. So um, we do have a caller. Let's see here. Let me get back up here. If you got, we actually have I want to just, I'm going to take it in the order that they came, so you guys be patient. I'm going to check the chat line. We're okay there. Okay, but, and remember, you guys, I'm going to pull you in by the area code that you're calling from and the last four digits of the number you're calling from. I'm pulling in 901 with the last four digits of 8254. Hello? Hello, you're on the air with us. How are you? Yes, how are you? How are you doing? Good. Great. Um, I wanted to make some comments about the the person who posted about scandal being for entertainment purposes only. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that stance or point of view is really simple and almost immature in a sense because I can recall when I was a young lady, um, there were and I would always excuse wanting to listen to certain types of music because the beat was good. <laughs> and so I would always use that excuse. I always got a good beat so, so I can listen to this. And, you know, they're not really talking about me, so it's okay. And I, I really would like to ask the person, the author of that post, what is entertaining about adultery? What is entertaining about, you know, covering it up and, being sitting around and and actually talking with the woman, with the wife of the man that you're sleeping with, what I don't know what's entertaining about that, and what is entertaining about a woman sacrificing her right to be the number one woman in a man's life 
what what's entertaining about that? That that's very confusing to me as to where you find that that pleasing enough to really want to watch that for entertainment purposes. You know, you bring up a good point. You you bring up a really good point with the you had me on the music part because I remember I would just listen to a song, love the beat, love it, and I remember coming to a point and place where I started to listen to the words and I used to think, oh my God, I'm really dancing and bopping to this and running to the floor to dance off of it. But again, it's because I changed, my mind changed. But before that, I didn't care what the words said. I just want to dance to the beat. So right. And sometimes you have to, when you, um, if you actually said the words out loud in a room full of people and, and just look at the looks on their faces, <laughs> I, I think that would really uh, change your mind about, you know, what you listen to. And, and I'm not perfect. I still, you know, want to listen to some of the music. I'm not perfect. It's a process. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I would really challenge people. To, um, when they want to engage in certain types of entertainment, to to really ask themselves, what is entertaining about you know something that goes against my morals? Mm. If you are a Christian, you are, and you watch Scandal, you have a right to. Yes, you do. But what morals are you really? sacrificing in that process of watching this show. Look at the commandments. Probably half of them are already violated just watching the show. Mm. You know. Wow. There's cooking, there's adultery, and um, I don't really, you know, just based on the post I see on Facebook, I don't think she has a good relationship with her father, so you're not honoring your mother and father. It's just, it's a lot going on that people are just excusing Mm-hmm. For entertainment purposes, and that's that's um, it's really troubling. It is. Yeah, what baffles me is that I've actually seen Facebook postings of actual preachers that, I mean, egg the show on or quote make quotes from the show and egg it on, and they're leading a flock of Christians so-called, I mean, that's who pretty much dominate the ratings on the show, like Christian women. And they're mm-hmm. pretty much <laughs> supporting it. And you right. perpetuate their mindset. So what does that say about, you know, the black Christian church and the, the leaders of the black Christian church if they support that, that type of stuff? You know, right. it, it's crazy. Yeah, and I think black, black women, we are in such a, um, we're almost thirsty for power, and we see her role as powerful when it's really very weak. Right. And I think we're thirsting for the wrong power, too, because we were, well, we'll get way off if we get into, to, to, you know, why we were created and at what point we'll get way off. But I do agree, another great point, that we're so thirst. I hadn't thought about that, we're so thirsting for that power that we really should be okay with our men having so in order to lead us, um, and that may be another reason why we're so drawn into it, because this is this is this some status quo about being being that uh, that person or that lady. And like you said, what is really entertaining about all the things you mentioned? What is entertaining about 
going against your 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 morals and values about seeing someone sleeping with this man, this woman's husband, and so forth consistently, like week after week, you change your lifestyle to watch this show. I mean, you got to get home, and people don't have time for Bible study. You got three and four people in Christian Christians. If you got time to watch Scandal, then what happens on Wednesday night when it's time for Bible study and there's only two people there? And see, that's right. where we're losing. People want to put so much on Christians, and, and I'm not perfect, and I'm never going to be, and blah, blah, blah. But are you working to be perfect? Are you, are, you, are you wanting to remain a hot mess? Because it says we're all just a hot mess. But do you, do, do you serve God and seek God and remain a hot mess? Right. You know? And then this so. is also, this, the show is also a modern version of the master sleeping with, with the, um, mm. you know, with the house nigga, <laughs> you know, mm. and the wife not being able to really do anything about it. This is really just a, a modern version of that. And if we mm. wouldn't tolerate that behavior, why are we tolerating this? It basically takes us back to the plantation, if you really think about it. It really does. This is what just does. another version of it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You've accepted, well, you've accepted it as a whole. Right, mm. right. Well, thank you so much. Very interesting points that you brought up, particularly, I mean, the music. I, I love that it just hit home with, home with me. And, and I'm like you, I'm not perfect. And, but thank God I realize those areas that I'm not perfect in, and I realize what things in TV shows and people will hinder me from my strive to become that way, to mm-hmm. become. And I feel like if we consistently work to get to a point and, and, and drop things off, we will get to a point where we are, are, are just content and peaceful with where we're going and who we are. You know, I think, again, too, some people are just so miserable in their own lives until things like that uh, feed them, as you were saying about mm-hmm. the power. So. Great points you made there, great points. Are you a first-time listener? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I went to high school with Kevin, and I, I saw on Facebook that he would be on tonight, and I wanted to tune in, and I also wanted to thank oh, him for all his um, hosting and, and challenging us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Who thank you for seeing it as a challenge. Uh, this is Danette. Who is that? Danette? I thought so. I, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Thank you, and thank you for seeing this as a challenge and not as an attack mode. So that shows your open, your open, your open mindedness that you see it as a challenge, not to convict people or anything like that. So thank you for the first time listener, and thank you for seeing it as a challenge. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. All right. Good night. Okay, we have uh, another caller too. Okay, we got another caller. We're going to bring in Anthony. Hey, how you doing, Tammy? Hey, you know, I'm just giving your name out. I don't give your number anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. A, how you doing, brother? His name is Kevin, right? How you doing? Right. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, okay, how you doing, brother? Oh, basically, I just want to add to it um, as far as um, the movies. I mean, not the movie, the, the sitcom Scandal. I do watch it because I like the government aspect of it as far as knowing. Because a lot of things they put in these shows, especially on mainstream, it's kind of showing you what the government really do. I really despise the whole adultery thing, but, you know, I do watch it for that purpose. Um, but the, like I tell people, whatever you decide to watch and listen to, it's important just to be attentive and aware of the hidden messages that are going on, what Kevin is talking about. 
And I think previously, we keep getting back to the same thing, Tony, but it's great. I'm glad you keep feeding the people. Um, when I kept telling you about the music, and I did that experiment a while back when I told you I listened to a bunch of heavy metal, um, negative hip-hop, what have you, for 30 minutes, lock myself in the room and listen to that, and your whole mood changes. You might feel like you want to smoke weed. You might feel like you want to hurt somebody or whatever. Then you take some nice, smooth jazz or even some or, um, classical music or some nice um, R&B, lock yourself in the room within 30 minutes, your whole entire mood changes. You become happy. You become soothing. You become loving. You get inner peace. So these things are real, and people need to wake up and, and, and realize that just to be attentive and aware. Now, I go to the gym. I'm not going to lie. It's certain songs that I, I have on my iPod that are quite ghetto that gets me through my workout. But I'm attentive. I'm aware of what's going on. So it doesn't bother me and take me down that negative road. But it's a lot I'm of people that don't one. understand. Oh, yeah. That's when oh, yeah. it connects to how power comes in because, you know, you're going to have an understanding and he blocks certain things from attacking. That's, what, exactly. that's why it's important for connection. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm not going to hold you up too much, Tammy, because I actually got to show in 15 minutes, but you know I had to chime in on this. I just had to. <laughs> okay. I want to make one quick point and then give out your show details as well. But the, but you you talk about the awareness. You watch with awareness, with a different mindset. And so that's what mm-hmm. I mean when we say, when I say that some of us may be at a point to where sometimes you've got to let some things go in order for you to go. And mm-hmm. it, I think what happens is sometimes it just it makes people stagnant. They just get stuck in their misery. Misery as I, as I saw myself getting when I said I would just sit around all day. If it wasn't watching negative things on TV, I was talking negatively on the phone all day. It became my life. And so again, you watch with awareness. That means you have you have entered into that transformation stage of mm-hmm. being aware of your thoughts and your mindset, and it makes a difference. It really makes a absolutely, difference. absolutely. Well, quickly, I don't want to pull anyone away from your show, but my uh, my regular show is every Sunday at two p.m. Central Time. Anthony and B Fly show on Blog Talk Radio. Um, you can find the information on my website, AnthonyBCollins.com. Um, in about 15 minutes, I'm just going to be discussing my blog. But, again, I don't want to pull anybody away from your show. But I did want to chime in just to add to it. And I appreciate you, again, for doing these types of shows. And I can't wait till we collab on some um, other future things. And then, lastly, I just want to leave people, study metaphysics. It's very important to study metaphysics, understand how we are interconnected with this universe, and that will help you find the, the, true, the true spiritual connection that you really need. Other than that, Tag, I'm going to get on out of here so I can get ready. I appreciate you, though. Okay. Good talking to you, brother. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, Kevin, anything you want to add there? Yeah. I just want to add, you know, the implementation of television in the first place because it's always had a purpose, and it has little to do with positivity. You know, their frequencies... um, and television uh, that pretty much connect with your mental. They have, they have um, frequency weights that um, pretty much match your brain patterns, and they become flow and put you under a hypnotic state. And therefore, when your mind is in an alpha state, which is relaxed, those frequencies balance out with your brain pattern and pretty much store information. That's why they call it television programming. People need to understand the science behind television, and that's very important because 
they have a deviant plan to destroy us and put us under a hypnotic state under the guise of entertainment, which draws us in. So that's also very important to understand. Go ahead. And, and Kevin, now that you mentioned that, you know, we talk about the TV now, and, and it made me think about then versus now, because I can remember um, seeing a different different things on TV, TV going off at a, you all remember that line, used to go a certain time, it was off, because yeah. it used to be at that time, and even the show, I don't remember. society was at that time. <laughs> right, right, and I don't ever remember seeing like anyone, like a young young girl pregnant on there, or or women and men kissing and and all that. It, they were they were it was different even what they allowed on TV compared to now. So you compare it to the mindset of people back then and what we have going on now in today's society in this world. So think about then and now, and then think about people then versus people now. Which is why the title show is hidden agenda in plain sight because it's obvious. <laughs> but when you're under a spell, you don't really see the obvious because your mental is clouded and you really you, you can't really make things out when it's clouded. <laughs> that that's the explanation what, in itself. What do you think about young people? And I know I didn't I, I didn't have this question, but what do you think about young people, like our young uh, women and young boys watching it, young girls and young boys watching, being addicted to scandal, like watching it every week? Yeah, that's really why I'm so passionate about this, because I really want to save our future. Now, if we Mm -hmm. teach progression to our youth and show them right from wrong right now, and it's effective, and there's hope for our, our Asiatic evolution, so... If not, then we're doomed as we speak because the current generation right now is pretty much gone. It seems they're seemingly incapable of having reasoning and understanding of what's going on because they're already blinded. So, I mean, that's what I'm really passionate about, and you know, because society is pretty much bought into the agenda, but it's really no fault of their own because they've been basically force fed this since birth and mm-hmm. since the introduction of television and. and music, but, you know, it's it wasn't started out as a, a negative thing, but they pretty much convoluted it and made it negative, you know, and we've, they, we've allowed it because we don't speak up. You know, we have to make ourselves heard and be a voice. We have to speak out again. We need numbers. We need to go and petition these radio stations and these television stations that promote misogyny and violence and sexist attitudes and sex, period, drug use, all that's become accepted when it used to be, you know, a violation, you know, no longer. And and it's a, the agenda is clear, and it's in plain sight. And I don't see mm-hmm. why people are letting this happen. And they, I mean, we see it on the news every day. I mean, these people are pretty much mad men and mad women out here because right. of this. It all has to do with television and music. Mm. Okay. I wanted to uh, t- just tell you some, we we talked about words. Um, we talk, Let's talk about the words on last our last session of the Butterfly Evolution show, and it was, it was just a thought-provoking show. And as I sure. studied for this show, I want to share with you what some words, that mean the same as scandal. And those words are disgrace, shame, dishonor, outrage, 
indignity, and shame. That's just a few. And, again, these are words that mean the same as gamble. That alone. I agree. No, disgrace, shame, dishonor, outrage, indignity, and shame. It's like our caller, I think her name was Jeanette, I think, like she said, what is entertaining about that? What is entertaining? Okay. And, and you know, something else I thought about, Kevin, since we since that, that uh, posting started out, Christians, I, I guarantee you a good number of those Christian people that watch it, if their, if their pastor came over on that night, right. they wouldn't watch it with him. They would have it off. They wouldn't turn the TV on and put it on that station because they're trying to appease what would he think. Like I, like I said earlier, I've actually, I've actually seen some pastors that egg the show on. <laughs> that I, I, I mean, yeah, actual pa- I, I won't I won't even name them because I don't want to make anybody upset. But yeah, there are pastors that actually egg the show on. But that goes so. back to Kevin when when they when when people can enforce what they are doing when you want to because again I can tell you I'm doing some things that I can tell you hey I'm doing them but please don't don't go down my road please don't come down this mm-hmm. road because you know it, when we can get to the point we can raise our hand and say been there done that don't want you to do that let me tell you about this but when we when we want people to continue on because it's something that we do because that, that's exactly what this 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 ended in some people are just a little bit better than others but still a mess. I watched that show. That's what it said. So it's saying, because I watched that show, it's okay for you to. But I can sit here and tell you people, because I watched shows like this, I wish you would feed your mind differently. I wish you would think about cutting the TV off for a while. So questions and comments, anybody, our lines are open. Okay, go ahead. I was just saying the lines are open for people. Yeah, go ahead and get your point in. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I was speaking, you know, just speaking more on the mental effects because the control they have over your mind when they feed you with these negative Im- images. Uh, we want to, you know, I'm going to take it past scandal to, like, men in dresses which promote effemination and, you know, and men or the young men the outright promotion of homosexuality and deeming it as normal behavior, which confuse already weak and vulnerable male minds, you know, because they're raised in fatherless households and can only relate to the women that they're raised by. You know, that pretty much, you know, they look up to these guys and they see them in effeminate clothing and they're successful, and this puts them in a mental state of accepting that type of behavior, which pretty much destroys the black family because it makes it dysfunctional because men start seeing the other men as attractive and they start having feminine behavior and mannerism. I mean, that's also something else that has been, you know, pushed into society for our young men. And it's it's an attack almost. And I'll get deeper in that later on, but I just want to add that point. Okay, okay. And to add to what you said, you know, we already have a sense of dysfunction because the majority of kids are being raised in single-parent homes who are, and and to tell you the point, to be be exact, I don't don't know how having, uh, being a parent, you have much time to even sit and watch anything, being a parent, especially of, of more than one. 
that you are bringing through uh, those early years. I just, but again, we have time because we are neglecting our responsibility. You gotta have assistance when raising a family. You can't do it on right. your own. Right. You can't. It's not by design. Right. You know. <laughs> yes. I'm just. Yeah, so ahead. all these things that they see outside that's going on when they come in in the house where there's supposed to be rules and boundaries and and um, morals and values when they when they come home and that's where we're supposed to, that's where they're supposed to learn and get their get their foundation from not from church. Not from school, although we seem to think that the church is supposed to raise our children and teach our children those things in the school. No, they are supposed to enhance what you've already instilled. So when our young people are coming back in to their homes with no guidance, with no one to set boundaries, with no one who is living by example, who is who's saying, well, this is just my life, this is what I have to do, I'm a, I'm a woman first, or I'm a man first, and I have needs, and blah, blah, blah. So those same things that they see in the world, they are also possibly seen in the house. And like, like we said in the description, now these things are acceptable because everybody's doing it outside, inside, on the TV. It's the majority of it's the majority rules here. Because, I mean, I don't know when the definition changed, but church is always supposed to be a community of people, not a building. And people have confused church as a building. And the deceiver sees all. So he's now perverted and polluted the church. And now there's really nowhere to turn since mm. the church has been polluted. Now, oh, I mean, in majority, I won't say all. To, so I won't because some people say my past is this, my past is that. But a majority of the churches are polluted because of the love of money. And they'll do whatever to appease your frame of mind in order for you to buy into their philosophy. Mm-hmm. And those are what they, we refer to as false prophets. False prophets have taken over the church. And now we have to battle against those demons because they're destroying our community. They're helping. I mean, they, they give you bubblegum sermons that, you know, you could read for yourself in the Bible, but they don't go beneath the surface and give you the tools to fight the spiritual warfare that's going on. That's what we need of tools to fight spiritual warfare that was discussing tonight. It didn't get off the surface. Did you just get so. bubblegum sermons? <laughs> bubblegum. Right. I mean, that's what they're, they're soft, they're weak. You know. <laughs> I know, it, I know. It, 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 it tastes good, you know, but it, it doesn't have any substance. Oh, and it, you know, pretty much destroys you in the end. The sugar gives you diabetes, it destroys you in the end. Yeah, you right. know, the, yeah. the truth hurts. It's and bitter. If, and if it's you like know? that bubblegum we used to have back in the day, it doesn't last long either. And if you think, that's why I laugh, because it's just like that super bubble. You know, as soon as you put it in, it's out. So sometimes as soon as we leave church, we're, we, there's, we, we, there you there's go. nothing. So, there you go. Right out the other ear, just like those sermons. I mean, as soon as you walk out the door and hit the parking lot, you're smoking weed again. You're going home and fornicating again, you know. So, I mean, What's the building doing for you? I mean, it's all about your state of mind and your relationship. That's all I'm saying. Right. Well, um, for those of you who are listening, we need your questions. We need your comments. Thank you for those who have already jumped in. Danita and Anthony, thank you for your comments and questions. I do have some questions for Kevin, and I'm going to get those out. But if, if anyone has any questions or comments, just select the number one 
I'll pull you in and we will address them uh, right away probably as quickly as possible. So um, let's get a few in. Uh, Kevin, what do you think, what is the, what is the hidden agenda? We, the topic is or the subject, hidden agenda in plain sight. What is the hidden agenda and what makes you feel that it is in plain sight? It's a twofold question. I think that overall the hidden agenda is the breakdown of the Asiatic family structure. I'll try to use Asiatic instead of black now because the etymology episode with Brother Curry, you know, stuck with me. So <laughs> I try not to use black as much. I try to watch my wording, but, yeah, it, it's basically because they are afraid of the family structure, I mean, being uh, positive. And then they want, overall, they want genocide and extinction of our people due to the power that we have as a people, which is in the chemical in our body, the bodies called melanin, which is uh, magical in a way because it's a key to our survival, really, because that's why we have the strength to, that we needed to understand all the oppression through slavery. That's why we have athletic prowess, spiritual gifts such as singing, dance, and artistic ability. The list goes on. But because of this power, they're afraid, and they see us as a threat. Therefore, they implement all these negative songs, shows, music, movies that pretty much promote us killing everybody, killing each other off, or you know, not respecting our women, misogyny, um, homosexuality, which pretty much is destructing our race as a whole. And I think that's the hidden agenda. Well, I don't think. I know that's the hidden agenda. Hmm. And plain sight, meaning what, what, what do you think the plain sight is? Oh. Is it what we're talking about tonight, the TV shows, everything really around us, the news and all that? Yeah, I mean, because we're already under the spell, and if they have fun with it now. I mean, it's not even hidden, and pretty much it's, it's a joke to them now because only a few of us are enlightened. Most of us are under the spell, under the hypnosis, and it doesn't matter how much we try to enlighten them, those of us who are enlightened, they refute it, they reject it because that clutter and their pineal gland which I'll explain later, uh, won't allow them to receive it. Therefore, that's how it's um, hidden in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, how has how do you feel society has bought into the, or do you feel society, I'm, I'm assuming yes to that question, but how do you feel that society has bought into um, the hidden agenda? How do you feel society has contributed or do they contributed to the hidden agenda? by the acceptance, uh, by um, propaganda, by um, becoming consumers instead of um, saving money, becoming lovers of money, by working your fingers to the bone in pursuit of uh, whatever success is deemed in this society, which is ultimately one of the devious um, plans of 
you know, the devil because he wants you to work yourself to the bone or he wants to distract you distract you with video games and television so that you won't gain the knowledge that you need and so mm-hmm. that you won't read. And that keeps you distracted. It's all a distraction. We got plenty of distraction tactics and we accept them and we let that put us further down this spiral to damnation mm-hmm. as people. Yeah. So what do we do? What do you think the solution is? What what I know, I mean, is there a solution? Because, you know, sometimes it's easy to get, um, sometimes it's really easy to say, you know what, I'm good. You know, I can't do this. You know, this, this is, we're too far gone. God just needs to come back. You know, what is there a solution? Do you, do you think that we have? There's a solution. I'll, 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 okay. Yeah, there's a solution yeah, I, there because I've, I've had the word. same feeling. Yeah. Oh, okay. But what is it? I mean, what is that solution? I mean, it's, it's in the mirror. We we look at it every morning when we wake up. It, I mean, it, everyone has the power to change the world. It takes one person at a time. But we also need to start, you know. We have to actually step out on faith and not be afraid. And shows like this, you know, help support that agenda, you know, people like you and I. But what we have to do is actually get in touch with the lost souls and try to bring them out. I try to do it through Facebook right now. You know, that's my only outlet right now. But I'm trying to extend past that. But it actually begins with us. Um, It begins with petitioning um, radio and television and growing increasing in numbers, I mean, yeah, getting this knowledge to our youth because they're basically our future and they're gonna bring us out of this hole. So, I mean, and that's why they television and music music is pretty much aimed at the young minds because they're young, gullible, I mean impressionable minds and easily formed, easily shaped and molded. Being that we're already our generation is already ready under the hypnosis. They're not worried about us. Therefore, they hide it in plain sight, and therefore making it more obvious. Because who are the young people going to come to for guidance and instruction when the people they look to are already gone? You know. Right. Right. I want to read this quote, um, and I posted it out there so I know you were able to see it. This is one of my favorite, has, has become one of my favorite quotes. As, um, it's from Frederick Douglass, who has become one of my favorite people as I work to, to understand, try oh, yeah. to understand. That's my great, that's my great, 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 great grandcousin. <laughs> Douglass. Yeah, <laughs> Douglas. I'm serious. Douglass, there you go. To, it, it reads, to make a contented slave, it is necessary to make a thoughtless one. It is necessary to darken the moral and mental vision and as far as possible to annihilate uh, the power of reason, to basically put out of the mind the power of reason. And it, I cannot say that word. Mm. But I love that quote. It, it's just, it speaks volumes as to where we are because to me, slavery That's what we've is, talked um, about. new shackles, <laughs> right? And, 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 and what we're doing, we're not thinking. Exactly. 
that's a, that's everything we've been talking about on this show, and, and it's working. And it's sad. <laughs> but wow. like you say, today is the day that we need to do something about it because it's pretty much out of control right now. And, you know, it's scary. But it's time for urgency, basically. You know, right, uh, and our children are times 10 with that. Our, mm-hmm. children, our young people, as you're saying, you know, because, again, they see it outside, they, and they come home and see it. There's no use you could tell. There was, a, there was a difference, even in the way we dressed, the way we carried ourselves. Your, your, your elder people versus your younger people, younger people. Now it's this, this hard to tell who's mom, who's not, who's grandma, who's not, um, even in their character, even in the way their demeanor. And their spirit, there's, there, there's such, um, we all, like, we just become this melting pot, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, everything. And, you know, we, it used to be a saying, as with age comes wisdom and discernment. The more you grow, the we were, we were less distracted. We were more focused and, and in tune with our, the nature, as we talked about on the previous show, how uh, back, back in time, you know, people people could tell that it was going to rain. They were in tune so spiritual to their spiritual beings. Yes. They didn't need to watch the news to, for the weatherman to tell them, yeah, it's going to rain. It's going to be sunny and it rains anyway. But just as we talked about the tsunami, I guess that was, they talked about how the animals just, had already left. That's like animals, yeah. They, they know. They got it. They're connected. They all connected. Because so exactly. It's, it's, it's all so much. Connected. Yeah. And you know, I want to um, expound furthermore, you know, on the attack of the mentality from those shows such as you know, scandals or the housewives or real husbands. I don't know hip hop, all that crap. I don't watch. You know, I just hear about it on the internet. But you know, they pretty much attack the the mental of the black women who are already feeling trampled over and beaten down in society, you know, due to molestation, negligence as a child, oppression, all kinds of abuse and misogyny from their own black men, you know, who and they attract them and are drawn to them because they've grown accustomed to this mistreatment. And therefore they tend to gravitate to these type men. They don't have conditional love or respect for them. And... This also gives them a negative outlook on black men overall. It gives them a negative outlook on marriage and the spiritual aspect of love. There is no more romance, and there used to be. I mean, I can admit myself that I'm a lot less romantic than I used to be because women today don't appreciate it. You know, they equate love with sex and childbirth. You know, and this Mm. perversion is being taught to the young women that look to these women for guidance and shows like scandal, they only perpetuate the negative stigma already adopted by black women in our society. Like I said, this only takes us back to the plantation and the, the Willie Lynch letter was in full effect. <laughs> right, right. And compare that scandal to, I think we the picture we put up was uh, Felicia Rashad and um, oh, what was the name of the show? Um, the Huxtables. What's the name? Cosby's um, Cosby. Yeah. The Cosby's. Yeah. Compare compare the the content since since that 
what we talked about was, uh, I think content was actually in that, right, the the posting that I read from Facebook, it said you will have some people that will tell you that you should not watch that show because of its content. Now think about the content of that show versus the shows that we see today. And and not to say so much on Scandal because we got reality shows, we just got the new, um, I call it Pimps in the Pulpit, uh, if I'm wrong, well, forgive me, but it's L.A. Preachers or something like that. We we got that one yeah. just came on, and they keep coming. They keep coming in 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 different forms with the same format. And it's and it's so, sad because we had shows in that era that gave us hope. I can't think of any shows today that give black people hope. I mean, we had shows with such as the Cosby's with black lawyers and doctors. The kids were going to college, and they had to spin off for black colleges. College kids were making good grades and becoming professionals and contributing positively to society. And, I mean, but now they have reality shows, have women fighting, bickering, um, adulterating, fornicating, and none of that was a part of the culture, I'll say, 20, 30 years ago. And I think most of this, you know, changed, you know, in between – the past 30 years, right, probably like in the early 90s, late 80s, is when the downward spiral began. And we pretty much need to get back to where we were because we were actually going there. We were, we had hip-hop, conscious hip-hop, you know, promoting, you know, learning our culture, you know, to rap about positivity and dancing, and it just shifted when we got with the, gangster rap culture and Luke Skywalker, which were, I think were plants from the government in order to, you know, dilute the uh, the race and pretty much, you know, instigate the genocide that's going on. Right. There was an article, and we have a caller. I'm calling, just bear with me for just a minute, Shepard. Um, Shepard, I'm going to bring you in just a second. We, I remember seeing an article, and I don't know how true this was, and I, I printed it off, but I didn't pull it for this show, but it, it talked about how there was um, a meeting of several people that talked about creating this type of music that our kids listen to today and what it would do to the young people. Um, and, I, again, I don't remember exa- all the details of that, but it was interesting. Just familiar to, with, are you familiar with it? That was interesting to me. Executives in the music industry. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think Dr. Dre and NWA, they were like the group that was going to pretty much get the ball rolling. And they had a plan to like fill the private prisons. The record execs invested into the private prison industry and they felt like right. we're promoting violence and gangs and we would kill each other off or pretty much, you know, cause an the private prison to become more populated. <laughs> and it's <Right>. worked. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and that's why I say if people, if we would look at what's going on in the state, the mental state of people, the lack of uh, compassion, j- just anything, the lack of almost anything. I, we have young people that can 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 beat beat someone who could be their great-grandmother, not just their grandmother, could be their great-grandmother, and they do that with no remorse. 
they they can do it and go tell their homies about it. Man, I beat this 80-year-old woman. They got her wallet, whatever. There's no remorse for that. So I don't know how people can say we don't need to talk about it, whether you like Scandal or like the reality shows or not. Why like it for you? Maybe you're at a point of awareness, like we said with Anthony. But but we need to make sure that we're making our young people aware because what I'm finding is parents are so hopeless. Uncles, aunts, grandparents are so hopeless until they don't have any hope to say to the children. They have lost all hope for their even their children becoming whole, healthy, happy people, successful, whatever success may be for you. They have given up hope. It's like they're passing on a torch of bondage. So yes. Let's bring this caller in. And, again, I can't give the number here, but we have our shepherd, uh, Bet Shepherd, in. Hi, this is Greg calling from Nashville. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm good. Um, thank you good. for the conversation, and I love the um the word that was used when I first came into the call, which is contented slave. I think that really encapsulates America very well, um, and it put me in mind of the the way that a lot of people, especially on Internet radio, spend so much time talking about the slavery of the past. And my question to them is, is why aren't we talking about modern-day slavery of all colors, of all creeds, of all ages, of all backgrounds? Because that's where they've got us. Um, they want us... It is important to understand where we come from. I don't take that away from anyone because that's the beginning. But when we stay there, we, we are slaves to that history. We have to move beyond that. We need to use history as a tool, and you use a tool for a season, and you set it down, and then you graduate to the next tool and the next tool and the next tool. Yes. Okay. I have a, I have a quote. Yes, I'm saying that's what I will pick them up. I have another quote that I want to share with you guys because that brings up something, and I want to address what you said there. Um, this is another Frederick Douglass quote, where justice is denied, where poverty is enforced, where ignorance prevails, and where any one class is made to feel that society is an organized conspiracy to oppress, rob, and degrade them, neither persons nor property will be safe. And when I read that, I think about this world today. And I, I understand what you're saying about history. It is our beginning, and we should use it as a tool. But it's hard, just as we come back to, it's hard to renew the mind. If you're working to renew your mind and you're constantly feeding with the things that you are trying to get out of it, it's like if, I, if I'm working to get sugar out of my body but I keep feeding my body with a little bit of sugar, what real difference am I really making in my body? And it's kind of the same with it has become that, that way with me where my eyes are beginning to open because no one wants to remain in such bondage. But it's important to realize that as we go back and we, we, we feel that bondage because most of, most of us come with bondage. We live through bondage. We saw our ancestors hold on to this, this bondage internally because, remember, we have people today that can't get over things that have happened to them a year ago. Um, yeah. and, 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 and that's okay. But when, when people stand up and say, listen, 
I, I watched my grandmother try to get through her, her struggles, and my grandfather meant those mental things that won't let, sometimes they can't even sleep because they remember what happened. They can't through that period. Even now, and I really want people to think about this, even now they tell mothers, when you're carrying a child, be mindful of the stress, the things you eat, the things you take upon yourself, because that child is you. And so how do we think mothers who were carrying children back then, who were watching their husband and young men being beaten, being snatched with the child in their body, how do you come into this world and face history and face people who still see you as inferior and not be affected when you feel like slavery hits you in the face every day when me as a black mama who's afraid to let my child jog down my street in my neighborhood where I am buying my home, working every day to pay for it, and I have to look my child in the face and say, no, you can't. You can't jog. I'm sorry because if they see you, you're, you have did something. You have robbed somebody's house, and Lord forbid that somebody broke in somewhere down the street and they just happen to see you running. You did it. If you look anything like them, that is what we carry day to day, and I can say that from experience. I had to explain that to my son. No, you don't understand, son, but I do. And that's where we got to come together and try to understand one another, and that way we can start to release some pain. But when you, are, when you have to face your pain daily, if someone shot me and they, I had to face them daily, how can I really get over that pain? And I think we got to come to a place of understanding one another. And so, and I thank you, Greg, because I remember you calling from last time. You have a very open mind. <laughs> as to, I, I do. I remember you. You haven't called in a while, but I remember yeah. you. I will never forget your voice and the things you said. I will never forget it. So I remember you, and I thank you for for that. I I just that makes a difference, even in just giving me enough room to go another day and to just expect that we can do this. But it's going to take everybody standing up to go against this. This remind, And I'm going to shut up, but y'all, you really got me going. This reminds me of a story. <laughs> this is just on, uh, just on Facebook and how I came across it. This lady, she was a black lady, but her sister-in-law is, was a white, is a white lady. They were both shopping. They went through the line together, and this the cashier let 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 the white lady go. No problem. Didn't she, didn't ask her for her ID. She she wrote a check. Whatever. No ID. Didn't ask for anything. Now this, the the black lady's right behind her with her daughter, and comes through. She asks her for everything. Now she's contemplating. What do I say? Because I see the difference. Now people around her, the the white lady who her mom, who had just went through, but she's waiting on her now. They don't know that they're together, and there's. Uh, two white ladies behind her, and they're they're seeing the difference as well. And she said her daughter asked her why she's asking us for all these things. She didn't ask so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, the long story short, she didn't have to say anything because the people, the, the white lady that went through, which was her sister-in-law, and the ladies behind her, which are white women, they spoke up because they saw the difference. And what she said was, that made a difference because now it doesn't seem like I am complaining that I am saying you, you did me wrong. Because if she would have did it, maybe it would not have meant as much to the cashier or to the manager who was who was called over to see what what is the, what is going on here. Because when when we do it, 
it's like, okay, you're just complaining, get over it, it's not discrimination, you're free now. But, yeah, you've taken off the shackles, but my mind is not free, not when I have to face it daily, not when my son has to face it daily. My mind is still in fear of what could happen, what does happen. So I'm going to shut up. Y'all go talk. (laughs) (laughs) The... um... I think the place where we get stuck, all of us, is we come from a place of pain. And and my um, thing I would use for an analogy would be addiction, which I left, you know, nearly 20 years ago. And I still draw from that, remembering what it was like and who I thought I was back then and how I spoke and the way I acted in the world. And what we do in in any kind of pain, whether it's slavery, self-imposed, not self-imposed, or whatever, is we live in that pain and we make it our identity. I can't tell you how many people I have told on internet radio, stop thinking that the color of your skin is who you are, and they get really upset when they hear that, especially because I happen to be Caucasian. And it doesn't matter what color my skin is. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. And we are barely teenagers in this world because we have not yet grown out of that adolescent idea because it keeps us divided, whether it's a state, a city, a county, a football team, a church, a color, a zip code, or a job. All of these things are created by the darkness. Let's just call whatever this thing is the darkness. You can call it evil. You can call it Satan, old scratch, whatever. I don't care what you call it. We've identified the problem. That's how the darkness continues to operate. It operates in plain sight. Look around you. Why do we put fences around our yards? Well, I want privacy. Then go in the damn house and pull the blinds. We put fences around our yards because we want everyone to know what we own and what belongs to us. And we're trained this way. You said it beautifully. When women are pregnant, their babies are are exposed to this programming and training and suppression before they even come out of the womb. I absolutely understand that at a very deep level. Wow. All right. Kevin, anything? No, I'm just listening. I'm just a spectator right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. I, it's been deviated from, like, um, scandal and, you know, the end agenda, but, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> The, 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 the other thing in, I mean, the media is, is, a, big, um, is a big part of, of, you know, the game or the machine or the matrix or whatever. Um, exactly. And I find a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom in really simply understanding the basic meaning of words. And here's a good one. The word media is plural for medium. What is a medium? When we think of a medium, we think of someone who communicates with spirits, whatever. But if we don't take it to that weird place and we just say, okay, a medium is someone who's in the middle. They're acting in some way or communicating for us. Then we could simply look at all of media, print, TV, radio, whatever it is, as someone else doing the work for us and just handing this eviscerated form of plastic reality to us on a plate. And we just inhale it like it's candy, and we love them for it, and we pay them millions of dollars to do it. But yet we complain that they keep feeding it to us. We have to stop eating it. Right. I don't think it's enough of us complaining. I only see it seems like it's not enough of us complaining to the point where we 
we want to do something about it. Some people will talk about it just to be a part of, of whatever, but it's it's more about what are you doing afterwards. Like Kevin said, what are you doing in your home? What are you doing about making the change first in you and then mm-hmm. allowing your children to do the same? It's like they're waiting on somebody else to do it. When it really starts in your home with you yeah. and your, your children. Now you're talking. See, I love that because there's so many people in this world they want to be a patriot and they want to rally and they want to join a club and, and that's all fine and good. It serves a purpose in this world, but that's all they want to do is they want to get ready, get set, get ready, get set. And I've done this. Get ready, get set, ready, aim, ready, aim. There's no fire. There's no action. Nothing's happening. And when you, when you bring it home, it really strips away the BS. And I ask people simple questions like that. If I walked into your house, what would the experience be like? What's hanging on the walls? What's the last book you read? Now, here's one that really makes them upset. What's the last book you read to your children? When's the last time everybody sat down at the kitchen table and had a a civilized conversation about whatever it is that families talk about? You know, it doesn't have to be Ozzy and Harriet, but we're not communicating anymore. And we're letting technology become the surrogate parent. And we wonder why we're losing our youth. But I love what the gentleman said earlier. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. I'm not quoting. It starts with me. Look in the mirror because that's where the problem is. It isn't in Washington. It isn't in the past. It isn't anywhere but look in the mirror. I don't need to lay on a black leather couch and pay $100 an hour and have my past shrunk and do biofeedback and have you explain to me why I'm screwed up about something. All I have to do is figure out what pisses me off the most in the world, and that's what I need to work on next. Because that's what's inside of me that's bugging me, and I haven't dealt with it yet. Hmm. Well, great comments again. I so thank you um, for your input. Um, just, just again, very, very enlightening and added so much to the show. Thank you for putting the mic. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Turn into therapy wow. session. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that was great, though, just because um, – the, you know, we really have to work to understand this thing together. It's going to take all of us because really if if we, um, right, if we have to look at us too because of how we treat one another, you know, how how yeah. we um, participate in this hidden agenda as well is how we bond to each other, look down on each other, treat one another. You know, we're okay if we have a little bit more than you. We feel like we're superior. When at the end of the day, that's, none that's of this why, stuff belongs to us. That's, that's why I did a research on, you know, marital statistics. And up until, like, the late 60s, early 70s, you know, black women and white women were married at around the same rate um, statistically. And it didn't begin to decline until the 70s when, you know, the whole pimp, um, that that whole routine began becoming dominated into our society and adopted. And we began to, you know, glorify, you know, mistreating our women and seeing them souls. And we began to take drugs at a higher rate. And that's when the family structure began to decline as a whole because of 
around that era, and it just happened to, like, get worse over time. And what people don't really understand is um, how to protect the pineal gland. I mean, I don't know if many people know about it, but it's, like, located at the center of the brain, and it's the principal seat of the soul because it's the connection between the intellect and the body, basically. And the gland is the main component in relation to deductive reasoning and conscious and thought interpretation. And it's clouded by all type of, you know, things they put in our food, such as fluoride, which clouds our pineal gland. And the only way to combat it is through cod liver oil or K-12 vitamins, but that is it. That is information that's given to you without research. But the pineal gland is important because that's how you pretty much reason what's put into your mind and how you can actually block television or the music or the negative energy because it gives you, you know, thought interpretation and it helps you pretty much separate good from bad, which has been clouded pretty much with the food and everything now. But people don't, also don't know about that agenda, which is a whole different topic. You know, GMO, fluoride, um, maldehyde, all kind of other things that destroy your mind and your body. Yeah, I was going to say when you talk, when, when I heard you say food, you know, that, that's a whole nother level. But again, it's not, it's not, it's in plain sight. It's not like we, we, we don't know because uh, we see what, what the, what's in our food. We see the health condition of the majority of people. That, too, is a business. So that is a hidden agenda in plain sight. But, again, people, we're not doing anything about it because we have become thoughtless people. And I, it, it is safe to say that this thing is going, has, has gone far beyond its intent, I would say, because it's not just a black thing anymore. There's, of course, we 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 contemplate slavery was slavery was in our lives, not directly in mine, but I feel the effects of that. And as I look around, even at our children, you know, they they starting to look alike and act alike and do some of the same things. It's, it's some of it yeah, is becoming yeah. universal. I mean, they mimic what we do. I mean, from birth. Right. I mean, I, right. I post pictures of where little boys are doing push-ups alongside their dad or doing stretches. I mean, the same as their dad or mothers um, combing the doll's hair with their, you know, when when their mom's in the mirror. I mean, they pretty much, you know, look up to us for guidance, and <laughs> we can't guide them when we're caught in the matrix and when we're. Yeah. You know, watching shows like this to further put us in oppression. It's time to wake up and, you know, snap back into reality and become who we once were as the original king, queen. But we can't as long as we allow television and music to, you know, hold the main in our households. And I feel, too, every, many people seem to be operating off of feelings and emotions and, oh, it's got to make me feel good all the time and this way. And, and it's, you know, things take work. And if we're, if we're going to go with the word, it tells us that you got to change. you got to renew your mind. That tells us that we're already messed up, number one. You have to, and 
we have to learn and work to renew our minds and change, and even our thoughts, for sure, for sure our thoughts. People are not doing that because, again, we've become a thoughtless people across the board. So it is just, it's, I really want people to, to hear this topic, hidden agenda in plain sight. So it means there's a hidden agenda, but you see, you know, but how are you aware enough to where you're starting in your home with you to make a difference? Because I don't understand how, particularly, I'm a mother for sure, I do not understand how we can just hand over to our children a torch of bondage. I don't I don't understand how you get to a point where, okay, I understand I may not have had this, I may not have gotten this, but I want you to see the world as limitless. I want you to know that anything you want is obtainable, that you are greatness. You are you come from love. You are love. You are not as I call it said, you are not the color of your skin. No matter what the tender agenda wants you to see and think you are not that. Let me tell you who you are, and let me help you understand and get there. We're so busy as women trying to catch the next man, the next club, the next product, whatever, purse, whatever, coaches, whatever. I mean, really, we're so, we're so busy. Who spends hundreds of dollars on eyeglasses, you know, on sunshades? So where are our priorities? Why? Right. Yeah, we that consumer mentality down to our children, and we wait in line for hours for Jordan and for video games to come out. And, and iPhones, that, that, iPhones. Look how many people still for oh, iPhones man. and how much they pay. Uh, and where is that progressing us? I'm just. <laughs> and you know, how is that helping you become more financially secure? It's only, you know, it's all of it's negative. I mean, it doesn't last any time. You know, you don't get residual effects from it. It's, it's mindless behavior, basically. It's, it's like the group. It's a Band-Aid <laughs> on an earth, earthquake crack. That's what, I mean, it's, it's like putting a Band-Aid. That's what those, the persons are, all those, to me, if you're not a point in a place, particularly one where you can afford to do that, um, but it becomes, people, they get such, Status that it brings a status quo for them. It says to them, it says something about who they are. If they can have a certain pair of shoes on, a certain purse on, it's oh look at me now. I'm 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 this, and inside you are torn up. So it's like a bandaid on an earthquake crack. Like the ground has split, and if I go up and put a bandaid on it, really, how 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 does how does that look? It's crazy. Hmm. Crazy. Any last words, Kevin, that you want to? We have, um, of course, we don't. I didn't mean to, to hold you guys this long, but any last words, anything you want to get out, I'm going to turn it over to you. We have about 20 minutes left for this show, so any anything you want to get out or add to this well, I mean, that we haven't? Pretty much, uh, we pretty much discussed, you know, the importance of, you know, giving getting knowledge in order to, you know, secure our, our spirits and our minds positively. I mean, so, I mean, that was the main thing I wanted to put out there and for people to receive and think about. I mean, because I don't like to, man, based on with too much knowledge, I want to give them just enough 
you know, sink it in and pretty much ponder over it. But uh, I pretty much got my message out there. Well, I, same here. I just want everybody to work. <laughs> yeah, I have to get ready right. to work too. Okay, okay. Well, I, I'll go ahead. I have a few more things that I just want to add. But I thank you. I'm gonna be about maybe five minutes longer, and I thank you. I know you got to get to work, so I thank you for uh, what you brought to the show tonight. I thank you for coming up with the, with this topic and uh, making it happen. So I really, really do appreciate it, and uh, just thank you a lot. And this is a start. This is a start. Okay. okay. No problem. Appreciate you for asking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Um, I wanted to just say, if nothing else, if th- what we want this show to do is just really make you sit down and think, reflect on your life. It's not about, from my opinion, if you watch Scandal, if you watch the reality shows, what does it, acknowledge what it does for you, what it does for your life. It, does it bring value to your life? I would suggest that everybody, you don't have to do the 30 days. I did a 30 day from TV. I watched no TV for 30 days. In place of that, I read. Maybe I didn't read. I would do something that I needed to have been putting off. Maybe not 30 days. See if you can let it go for one day. Just see if you can let TV go for one day. If, if you are not so in tune to it, see if you could do that. And then... Maybe add another day and monitor the difference in your life for that day of your thoughts. What did you accomplish? Did you accomplish more? Do you seem, does it seem like your thoughts are clearer, that you're able to, to process things better? Because that, it brought clarity for me. It made me think about some things that made me go, whoa, you need to get it together. It made me reflect upon my life. So whether it's scandal, whether it's, Preachers of, of L.A. or what are some of the others, How, Atlanta Housewives, whatever it is. Because you guys, they keep coming. They're coming for a reason. We have to start looking at our surroundings. Look at, look at our children. Look at our youth. Look what's going on in this world today. Right in this city, wherever you are, I'm sure you have it going there. But in Memphis, look, what, look what's going on. And then take it further. And if you don't think that there's some, there's some awakening and some awareness that needs to take place and it needs to start, number one, in your home with you, and something, I'm going to say this, and I rarely say, something is wrong with you. If you think that there is nothing to be done, and if you look at your children, you don't understand, you know, what's going on with them, you ask, what am I doing? Am I doing enough? Am I giving up this this world? Not myself, because you can keep yourself. Some things we need to give up again in order to move forward. So that's, to, for me, tonight's show is to get you, whether you choose to watch Scandal or anything else after that, if you choose to do it, then you also should, should choose to reflect and see what is this doing for me, for my thoughts, my life. How do I feel? If my pillars could talk, what would they say? If if I had to, if you could read my mind, what would I get? If I could read your mind, what would I hear? What would I get? Same thing with, with mine. What would you get? So 
we think we're we think that we're hiding things and our agenda is hidden and that's most of most of us I think for the most part our agenda is not to disclose who we are, not to let go and be who we really are so that we can really make a change. So that's what this is about. And again, it starts with you, it starts in your home, with your children, it starts with your spiritual relationship. So this one thing to 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 know of God and to know religion, but it's another thing to know God without a doubt. It's another. It's a whole other thing. We do it with God too. We do it with our spiritual relationship. We just want enough to get by. There's gonna come a time where getting by is not enough. That you'll have to really take count of what you did and how you did it. So, that being said, thank you all. Did not mean to keep you so long. But I thank you for spending your Friday night with the Butterfly Evolution Show. Share this show with someone. Post it on your page. Uh, we air every Monday night, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. However, November is Women's Month, so we'll have many shows uh, set. I think I have maybe already maybe about seven, eight shows set for the month of November. So we have some Monday night shows and some Thursday night shows for the month of November, and it's Women's Month, but that does not mean, men, that you're not welcome as well. We actually want you to be a part of it and and input because we need to know. We need to hear from you guys as well. And then December is Men's Month. So I ask you guys to just press on and start to make change again in your homes, in your lives, and that is a start. Regardless of, of where we go, that is a start. So, again, thank you all for, for tuning in. It's been a wonderful Friday night, uh, and I just thank you all so much.
But I know 